Is it recording? Oh, you didn't tell me that. Oh, sorry, it's waiting for you to say good. morning, everyone. It is our final morning. How sad. <laughs> the smile on my face. Right, I'll do it again. I just don't know why it looks sad. Uh, <coughs> is it still recording? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, Zach. Good morning, everyone. This morning was our last. <laughs> You're stressing me out. Three, two, you can't be down. Good morning, everyone. This morning it is our last barn session of Seniors 2020. I hope your peak time was good. This. <laughs> Before we begin though, <laughs> before we begin though, uh, with worship, I'm just gonna, why? Oh, sorry, okay, okay. Oh my goodness, there's gonna be so many takes. Why don't I just delete it all and then just start now? Good morning, everyone. I hope you enjoyed your pick time. This morning, this is our last barn session of Seniors 2020, and Jesse is going to be sharing with us. So before worship, I'm just gonna open in prayer. Dear Lord God, thank you so much for this week, Lord. Thank you for everything that you've been teaching us through our readings, Lord, and through your word. And Lord God, I just pray that you'll really still our hearts and minds this morning and um, be ready to hear what you are going to say through Jesse. So yeah, we ask all these things in your name. Amen.
Good morning, everybody. Um, today's Friday. <laughs> it's our last session, which is really sad, but um, here we are, and you've got me. <laughs> Dear lovely soul. Um, so today in your peak time, you would have been looking at Romans 8, so that's what I'm going to be covering today. Um, but first of all, I'm just going to turn um, quickly. Well, I'm just going to read out a quick verse from Malachi 3, verse 6. And that's when um, the Lord spoke through the prophet um, Malachi, obviously, and said, For I, the Lord, um, do not change. And that's really a lot of what we're going to be looking at today and that aspect of God, that he's not just unchanging, um, but he's immutable. And what immutable means is that God is incapable of change. It's not even that he just um, decides he doesn't want to change. God can't change. So that means um, because of this, we can wholeheartedly, without any hesitation, um, rely on the Bible and the reality that Jesus Christ has bought for us. So the first part I'm going to be looking at is um, from chapters 1 to 11, um, which talks to us about um, life in the spirit opposed um, to life in the flesh. And the most amazing thing is, while God is immutable, we are not immutable, um, which is absolutely incredible, which means we aren't stuck the way we are. It means that when we're born into our sin, it doesn't mean that that's us and that's us set for life. Um, God has granted us the ability to go through the greatest change um, that, he, any, that he could ever afford to any of us, and that is going from life in the flesh to life in the spirit. Um, and what that looks like in verse 2, if you read with me, it says, For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Um, so we're no longer trapped um, to the thinking of the flesh. We're no longer just looking around and saying, well, this is it, and trying to get our satisfaction and um, everything we want in life from here and now. Um, we have that, um, that joy in our heart and that peace, which it talks about in verse 6. It says that um, we have been granted life and peace, um, which means that we are going through this life not just saying, well, this is it, um, but there's that small whisper in our hearts that says there's more and um, there's more coming um, which is talked about later on as well and it means that we're not living um, like those in the flesh with discontentment but it means that no matter what we go through in our lives we know the reality that um, there's something greater coming um, coming for us um, so yeah if we just move down to verses 15 to 17 I'll read them out for us it says for he did not um, receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may be glorified with him. Um, and I just think that is an incredible part. And a lot of I'm going to be talking about I'm just going to go over that again, like in Romans 8, there are so many gems in this chapter and I'm not even going to be scratching the surface. So please don't take what I'm saying and that is it. Please discover these truths for yourself because it's only a few things that I've been picking out of this. There's so much more um, to it. Um, but in these verses, we read um, that we have not um, been saved through the spirit of slavery, um, but a spirit of adoption. And if you think about um, the prodigal son, which you read about in Luke um, 15, when the son came back, he was happy enough. He's like, just bring me in and I'll be um, part of the household. I'll serve you. But the father looked at him and he brought him in and he, um, he brought him in as his son again, which is exactly what God does for us. He doesn't, it's not just that we, you're sort of like, he's over there still, you know, or I might be in a good standing with him, but he's far, but he comes near us. And that's why we can call him Abba Father, which re really means that we can give him um, that tender um word daddy we can call him that we can call him dad that personal calling um that we can give to him because that's what he is um for us now um which is absolutely amazing um and it says as well in verse 17 that we are heirs of god and fellow heirs with christ 
provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him, which is absolutely incredible. Like there's things waiting for us um, that we may be fellow, fellow heirs with Christ, which is just, I mean, a concept which is just absolutely mental. Um, but it says there, provided that we also um, suffer with him. And we're not called to an easy life. We never ever were. And whether you're living in the flesh or the spirit, you're gonna face difficult times. Like that's just life. Um, but what it says in verse 18, it says, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not even worth comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to us. And that is the reality for us as believers, as us living in the spirit rather than the flesh. There is things to come that although, you know, times feel really rubbish right now, you know, we've got that, we've got that hope in our lives. We've got that peace that there is more to come, um, which is absolutely incredible. Um, so I'm just going to skip down now to verse um, 28 three and it just that small wee part as it says um as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons and um, the redemption of our bodies so it says as we wait eagerly although all this is coming to us and although we have an inheritance waiting for us we still have to wait and we wait eagerly and that sometimes is a really difficult thing um to do because we just want it right now <laughs> you just want um everything right now and there's just a small bit i've been going through oh flip i forgot to find the chapter of it <laughs> opened up on it right <laughs> thanks lord um and it's just as we um book spiritual health check and if you want um to get it i mean it's not that dear but we were sent them out over lockdown and they're just really really small devotions um but i'm just going to read out this one small part of it um just relating to this verse about waiting eagerly and how sometimes that can be really really difficult for, for us and it says we are not to settle for the best this world offers nor despair at the worst this world inflicts like a fiance waiting for a wedding day we wait with huge excitement, but we do wait. When we fail to remember where we are heading, we grow unexcited about our future home and half-hearted in our present obedience. We feel dissatisfied, so we give in to sin because we have forgotten that real satisfaction lies ahead of us. We feel trapped by life, so we seek freedom in immorality because we have forgotten that real freedom lies ahead of us. We experience suffering, so we give in to bitterness because we have forgotten that real glory lies ahead of us. And um, yeah, so that's so difficult, obviously. Um, as I said, we just want things right now. We want things to be solved right now. We want the answer to things right now. Um, but we're called to wait. And that is a tough thing to do. But we turn to verse 26 and it says, likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness. Um, and that's the answer right there. Um, the spirit helps us, yes. Um, we can say, nah, I can't do that. I've got too many struggles. I mess up too much. I can't wait for that, um, which is true. You can't wait for it um, because we are naturally of the flesh, but the spirit helps us and that's what's within us. And that's what we need to remember. Um, the spirit helps you in your weakness and who is in the spirit you are um, and you're in Christ Jesus. And will this ever be untrue and um, that the spirit will not help you in your weakness? No, that's always going to be true because we read in Malachi 3 verse 16, because I, the Lord, do not change. And no matter what you go through, he will be with you. Um, think about it. It says in the next part, it says, for, we do not know, for when we do not know what to pray as we ought, the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And whenever I read that, I just think of when I was wee and I used to like scream the whole house down. Um, and my mum would be like, what are you saying? What is wrong with you? What's going on? 
But those innermost cries in our hearts, the Lord understands them. And the Spirit is working through. He is interceding and he is praying for us according to the will of the Lord, which is just an incredible thing. We know that nothing happens outside of God's control. Our deepest hurts and everything to do with that. The Lord sees that. And the Spirit is praying for us through his will and understanding the hurt that we are going through. Um, which is just immense. And I actually didn't even know that the Spirit prayed for us until I read this. It was just an epic thing to even know that. Um, that God understands the depression, the temptation, the anxiety, the hurt. Um, he knows all that and he knows our hearts and what we go through. Um, and then we go down to verse 28 and it says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for those who are called according to his purpose. And specifically it says, all things, <laughs> every single thing. There's, pur there's a purpose to it all. And um, we may not know um, what the good is yet that we, that we read off there, but we do know our good God. Um, and that's what gives us the hope that we can't yet um, see to keep going and to keep trusting and pursuing God um, as he continues to relentlessly um, pursue us. Also when it says there at the end of verse um, 28, it says to his purpose, called according to his purpose. And with his purpose, we must remember um, that it's his will and it's also his timing. Um, so when we start to embrace and delight ourselves in the reality um, that when things don't go the way that we want, um, there are still plans that are being worked out according to the perfect will um, of God. And in verse 32, if we skip down, it says, he did not spare his own son, but gave up um, for us all, gave him up for us all. Um, so how will he not um, also with him graciously give us all things. Um, and that doesn't change. God will always give us all things. Um, but sometimes it's not the things that we want, <laughs> but it's the things that we need. And we need to remember that, that um, our, sometimes our mindset is completely different to what God wants for us. And it's about tuning into that there and realizing that God always knows best. It's always according to his purpose and his purpose is for us. Because as you remember, we are his children and he loves us and we are heirs with Christ. Um, so he's always gonna have the best for us. Um, no matter what the world says, no matter what is happening around us, um, we need to tune our eyes and fix our eyes on God and know that what is waiting ahead is for us. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna go back actually. In verse 25 it says, or verse 24 it says, for in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, but for who hopes that um, for what he sees. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And it's just remembering that, that what, what is good for us might not be seen now, but that's what hope is. Hope isn't what we see right now. Um, it's what is coming. And it's trying to tune into that and remember that as well. Um, see, in verse 34, it says, For who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised. He is at the right hand of God. He indeed is interceding with us. So it's not only the Spirit of God that is interceding for us, it's also Christ Jesus. Um, and when I read that, I was just like, what a lineup. <laughs> you know, you've got them praying for you, praying in you, praying um, through God's will for you. And believe that, that that is a reality for you if you're a believer. Um, in verse 31, it says, if God is for us, who can be against us? And that is so powerful when you realize the team that is behind you, <laughs> the ones that are fighting for you, the spirit that is within you, Christ who is at the right hand of God, who is praying for you and interceding for you right now, um, no, matter, no matter what you're going through right now. Um, and in verse 34, it also says, for who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Um, and it says there after that part, um, let me find it, it says, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword. 
Basically what it's doing there is just saying anything you can ever face in your life cannot separate you from Christ's love. Um, and no, it can't. And it says that in verse 37, if we just finish off with that, it says, no, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Um, and that is the reality. Our God's love is unchanging. Um, as his plan, his goodness, his provision, all those things, none of that changes. Um, because we know um, for I, the Lord, do not change and he won't change so we can believe and we can trust in those things no matter if we change in our mindset no matter what is going on if our circumstances changes our mindset our opinions our feelings that's fine but our God will always stay the same and we need to know that and to trust that um, in our lives so how is that going to alter the way you live well if you're not saved well I hope that reveals um, the unconditional love that God has put on display through um, his son Christ Jesus on the cross for you and how there is an abundance of blessing and inheritance just waiting for you um, but if you are a believer um, I just want you to say and stop saying to yourself that I can't um, because you can because what is within you the spirit of God he intercedes for you he fights for you he helps you in your weakness I don't want you to remember that remember that um, your God in the days of your youth. It is such a crucial time right now. Things go on and things happen and um, your life gets more complicated. Sometimes it feels like we just um, need to push things off because I'm enjoying life right now. Um, but strike with iron's hot <laughs> and do it now. Remember God, remember him, remember the unchanging God who no matter what happens in life, he is the one that stays secure and he is the one who will always be fighting for you. He will always be helping you in your weaknesses, whatever that may, may, or whatever that may be. And I really do mean whatever it is, no matter what you're facing, God is there. He loves you and he is fighting for you. So please don't forget that. God is with you and that's the reality. Um, and that's all I have to say on this at the minute. Um, but please get into this. Please discover the parts that I haven't actually looked at. Um, I only, as I said, have only scratched the surface of it. There is so much more to be found. Um, and challenge what I've said. Challenge that and see if you can find the answers in this. Um, so I'm just going to find, or I'm just going to close in prayer now. <laughs> um, Father, I just thank you so much that um, you're the unchanging God. Father, I thank you. Um, the for the implications that means in our life. Father, I thank you that um, no matter um, what may change, Father, no matter what may go on in our lives, Lord, that you are the steady one and you will never change. Father, and I pray that we will find hope in that and that we will um, choose you. Father, that we will choose the one who we know will never waver and never shake and never change. And I pray that we will just um, put our trust in you, Father, if we haven't done that, Lord. And I pray that if we are believers, Lord, um, but we've never maybe fallen into the way of the world, Father. I pray that you will just help us um, to come back to you, Father, um, like that prodigal son, Father. I pray that we will just know that we are heirs with Christ, Father. And I pray that no, no matter what we go, may go through in our lives, Lord, that we will know that you're with us, that you're fighting, that there's a purpose and there's a plan um, through that, Lord, and you help us. You're right there. The Spirit of God is helping us in our weakness, Lord, and I pray that we will know these things, um, not only in our head, Lord, but we will, that will be heart knowledge for us, Lord, and that we will really apply that um, and live through that as well.